Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, kind people of Reddit. Today you will hear the story of how my girlfriend tried to fool me but made a fool of herself only. I, male 30, was dating my girlfriend, a female 38, for around a year. I work as an accountant in a multinational company. My girlfriend used to work in a cafe. We met in her cafe only. Her cafe was near my workplace. I liked going to a local cafe to have my coffee rather than going to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know why, but the coffee of a local cafe hits different. So yeah, I used to go to that cafe frequently. We knew each other's names since I was a regular there. I used to talk to her about how I liked my coffee brew and stuff. We were friendly with each other. I went to the cafe in the evening. I was reading my book when she came around and told me that she had to close down the cafe for the day. I was starting to get up to leave when I realized it had started to rain outside. The rain had started pouring completely out of nowhere, so I didn't even carry my umbrella. I was waiting outside the cafe on the pavement for the rain to end so I could walk back to my place. It was pouring so much that I couldn't even see anything. Soon, she came outside and started waiting with me on the pavement. She asked me about the book I was reading. It was Murakami. She said she reads his work as well and really likes it. For those of you who don't know Murakami and his work, let me tell you that it's really rare to find people who have read it and enjoyed it. Otherwise, people usually give you a look. Anyways, coming back to the story, we started talking about books and other things. We didn't realize how quickly the time passed and it had stopped raining. We talked for more than an hour, just standing on the pavement, and no one of us realized the time. We became friends from that day onwards. She would always give me a smile. I didn't realize, but I started to get eager to go to the cafe and see her again. It sort of became like a habit. I started to visit the cafe, even on weekends, just so I could see her. It was safe to say that I had developed a huge ass crush on this girl. I found her really pretty and really sweet. I just didn't know if she was single or with someone. I thought of clarifying that sooner rather than later. And so one day I waited for her on the pavement when she was closing down the cafe. She was surprised when she came outside and found me waiting. I told her that I thought of walking together till the train station. We started walking together towards the train station. She told me about the opening of the bookstore near her cafe. She told me she visited there and it seemed like the place that I would enjoy. I was touched that she even remembered me. I then asked her if she went with her boyfriend. She smiled and told me that she went alone. I was relieved to hear that. I asked her out on a date that night. She said yes, and that's how we started dating. I remember this weekend distinctively. It was a few months after we started dating. My girlfriend was staying at my place for the weekend. I remember that we were lounging on the couch in my dimly lit living room. We had gotten fresh popcorn since it was a Friday night. We had made it a habit to spend our Friday nights curled up together, watching random YouTube videos and sharing laughter at the absurdity of some content creators. I remember how my girlfriend got excited as she clicked on a video titled, Hooker Wins 4K USD Prize. She laughed and told me to watch it with her. 
The video featured an attractive young woman recounting her story as a high-end escort. She had been hired for an exclusive party, and at the end of the night, she was awarded a cash prize of $4,000 for being the most sought-after companion. The woman's excitement and pride were evident as she displayed the wad of cash before the camera. She had a confident grin plastered across her face. I was shocked to know such things even exist. I had to go through so many numbers and files to make money and this woman that much amount in a single night. My girlfriend was equally shocked as well. She said she can't even calculate how many days it will take her in the cafe to make that amount of money. I don't know why, but a strange knot of fascination and unease formed in the pit of my stomach. That's a lot of money, I said to her. My girlfriend nodded absently, her gaze locked on the woman in the video. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's definitely not something I'd ever do, but you can't deny the money is tempting. Her words got stuck in my head. I started thinking if financial allure was enough to persuade people to betray their morals. I wondered if my girlfriend can get tempted by this too. I quickly shunned the thought from my head when my girlfriend laughed slowly and suggested we watch something less controversial. I dismissed the growing thought in my head. It was completely irrational. My girlfriend had never given me any indication that she would do anything to betray me. If she didn't like watching something like this, how could she do something like this? I thought to myself. The next few days passed quite normally. I'd forgotten about that afternoon and that YouTube video. Since we started dating, I kept visiting my girlfriend in the cafe. Everyone in the cafe knew me on a first name basis by then. But a few days after that weekend, when we watched the YouTube video, my girlfriend's behavior changed. Whenever I used to call her asking if I should come to the cafe and she was free, she would tell me that she was quite busy and to come another time. We both were quite busy with our work on the weekdays, but we had a pattern where she would spend the weekend with me at my place. She had spent almost all the weekends at my place since we started dating. She started telling me that she couldn't come with me as she had to work late for some other reason. I believed her because I had no reason to doubt her loyalty. We haven't been dating for longer, but she seemed like an honest person, and our relationship was also going quite well. We started meeting less and less. But I didn't doubt that anything was wrong because every time we would meet, she would meet with so much affection that it made me so happy to notice that something was wrong. I shared this with my best friend. He has been my friend since we were in college. I was a commerce student, and he was a computer science engineer. He worked at an IT department of a multinational company just like mine. He was also famous or infamous for his hacking skills. I shared with my friend how sometimes I felt that my girlfriend was avoiding me, but whenever she would meet me, she would be all hugs and kisses. He laughed at that and told me that it was common with all girls. He told me how his girlfriend would do the same thing. He said she would also act mean on texts and then got cute when they met. I laughed at that. I hoped that he was right and it was just that. I didn't have much experience with relationships, so it was possible that I was making mole out of a hill but I couldn't shake off the unease feeling that would come when my girlfriend told me that she wasn't free to hang out with me or can't spend the weekend with me. I called my girlfriend on a Friday afternoon. I wanted to ask her what time I should pick up from the cafe. Just as I called her, I hoped to God that she spends the weekend with me. I missed her. She picked up the call and told me that she has to run some errands and has plans with her friends from the cafe, so it's better if she stays at her place. I was really disappointed, but I hit it well and told her to enjoy the weekend. I then hung up the call. 
I was not sure that something was amiss. It wasn't like her to cancel plans for two consecutive weekends. As the time passed by, I knew that I couldn't ignore my suspicions any longer. The need to find answers had become unbearable, and I vowed that one way or another, I would unravel the mystery that changed my girlfriend's behavior. I decided that I will confront her and have a face-to-face -face conversation regarding the difference in her behavior. I called her on Monday and told her that I wanted to see her. I thought that she would give me some excuse again, but to my relief, she agreed to meet me. We decided to meet at a restaurant which was near both our workplaces. She told me that she would meet me there directly. I was waiting for her in the restaurant itself. When she came, she hugged me directly. She laughed. Her laugh sounded so contagious and genuine. It made me feel like everything was perfect. Once she settled down in the booth opposite me, I finally took her in. I haven't seen her properly for around two weeks. Every time I asked her, she would give me some reason. I didn't even know if it was genuine or just an excuse. She looked quite different that day. She was a barista, so it was obvious that she wasn't exactly rich. I'm not judging, just stating facts. To be honest, it was her simplicity that attracted me towards her in the beginning. But that day she was wearing jeans which looked like they were new and of a really good brand. She had a fancy bag with her. What caught my attention the most was the necklace she was wearing. I knew about that necklace when a friend showed me what his fiance wanted for her birthday. I remembered that brand. It was Pandora. And I was sure it cost somewhere around $300 USD. She didn't used to have that kind of money to purchase things like that. I asked her how she got that necklace. She hesitated for a bit, but then told me that she wanted it for a long time, and when finally it was on sale, she used her savings and got it. I believed her. We ordered our meal. I begin the conversation by asking how she was. She gave me a smile and told me that she was fine. We chit-chatted for a while. I asked her if there was any reason why she was ignoring me. At that time, I wasn't sure if I was overthinking or I actually saw guilt on her face for a second before she hit it. She came forward and held my hands, she told me that I was overthinking. I had told her that I had a habit of overthinking things. I didn't know if she was using my overthinking as an excuse to defend her actions, or was I actually overthinking? We talked for a while and everything seemed okay. There was nothing wrong about her behavior in person. She was still laughing, still smiling at me. I believed her that I was just overthinking and everything was okay between us. One thing about my girlfriend was that she used to usually hesitate when we would go out on dinner. She didn't like that I was spending so much money when we could have just had dinner at home. We even laughed about it. One time I told her that I don't think too much about money and she replied sarcastically, cause you have loads of it. We laughed then. I was just doing well. My job wasn't the highest paying job in the city, but it did well for me. I always picked the tab because it came naturally to me. My girlfriend never offered to pay and I didn't want her to either. It had become a ritual sort of between us. However, that day when the waiter got our bill, she stopped me when I was getting my wallet and told me that it was on her. It was strange. In all the months we dated, this had never happened. I couldn't resist myself and asked her why she insisted on pay. She shrugged like this and said she thought for a change, she should pay as well. I told her she should spend her money wisely. She seemed offended by that for a second, but then quickly recovered and nodded. She told me that I should head back to my office as it was already past lunchtime and she would go to the cafe alone. I didn't like the idea. I told her that it's fine that the break is over. I could still drop her to the cafe, but she was adamant 
and told me to go to the office straight away. I hugged her and told her that I would like to see more of her. She nodded with a smile and we both went our way. Everything was going fine then. We would text each other throughout the day and she would go to sleep early at night. That's what she told me. I would spend the nights working or scrolling through YouTube since I had nothing better to do and I had a habit of sleeping late. One night when I was scrolling through YouTube on my television, the channel with the hooker video started playing. It must have come in my recommendation because we watched it that day. I was already bored, so I thought, why not watch it only? They were having that party again. There was a guy with a mic who was introducing all the hookers in that party. He had announced that the winner would get $6,000 prize that night. They had increased the amount, I thought, and laughed. My laughter died immediately when the guy introduced one hooker to the camera. She was completely in makeup and a very tight dress. She was actually dressed as a hooker. I couldn't have recognized her if I hadn't spent so much time with her. On the television screen was my girlfriend, the same girlfriend who told me on our first date that she hated makeup and revealing clothes, the same thing she was wearing right now. I rubbed my eyes to make sure I wasn't seeing someone else, but I was sure as fuck that it was my girlfriend. She told her name to the guy in a sultry voice. That wasn't her real voice, but it was still hers. She didn't even tell her real name. I was actually confused then. I thought maybe it's someone else who is identical to my girlfriend. I had to do something to figure it out. I started pacing in my living room as the show continued on and kept showing all the hookers. I thought that I'll just call my girlfriend and talk to her. It will wake her up, but I needed to find out if the girl on the TV was my girlfriend or not. I dialed her number, but she didn't pick up. I kept calling her again and again, desperate to hear her voice. I then decided to go to her home to check on her. We both had a key to each other's house for emergency purposes. I thought that I'll just go and see her sleeping on the bed and then come back. As I drove to her home, I kept praying in my head that I found her in her home. I didn't even want to imagine what I was going to do if I didn't find her in her bed. With a heavy heart, I reached her apartment and unlocked the door. The apartment had all the lights off. I tried to calm myself thinking maybe she's just sleeping and that's why and switched off all the electricity. I went to her bedroom and opened the door. I switched on the lights and the bed was empty. The room seemed to shrink around me. I felt like the air was thick with tension and deceit. My heart was pounded in my chest, a relentless thud echoing through my body. I stared at the empty bed in her bedroom, my mind racing with questions and accusations. My suspicion had come true and my heart broke. The girl who promised me that she will never break my heart had done exactly just that. I felt so broken and so lonely in that moment that I had never felt. I got out of her apartment and got in my car and drove back home. I laid down in my bed as I started thinking about the whole situation. My girlfriend was a hooker. That much was clear, but there were still so many questions in my head. My palms were slick with sweat as I clenched them into fists, nails digging into my skin. The pain was a welcome distraction, grounding me as I grappled with the devastating revelation. How long had she been hiding this from me? Was our entire relationship built on a foundation of lies? I came back home and started pacing in the living room. I couldn't understand what was going on. There were so many questions, but I had no one who could give me my answers. How long has she been a hooker? I kept thinking. I felt nauseated as I thought if she had always been a hooker. I started thinking of all the signs in the beginning of our relationship. 
There must have been something off about her if she was a hooker, and how could I have missed it? I kept thinking, but nothing came to my mind. When I had started dating her, she was a simple girl who worked in a local cafe and enjoyed reading Murakami. Who was this girl on TV? As my mind got filled with all these thoughts, I started having a headache and then went to take a painkiller. I woke up the next morning on my couch. I didn't even remember falling asleep here. The medicine worked and I must have fallen asleep, I thought to myself as I checked my phone. My girlfriend texted me in the morning. I read her text. Sorry, I was asleep when you called. Call me when you wake up. This was the text she had left me. I knew she was lying. Only thing which angered me more was that I was falling for her lies since God knows when. At this point, I was convinced that our entire relationship was nothing but just a sham. I switched on the television. I played the same YouTube channel that I did last night. The latest video was aired sometime around 3 a.m. My girlfriend was the winner at that party and she had won $6,000. I had felt enough hurt now. I couldn't behave like a heartbroken teenager anymore. My girlfriend had thought that she was the player here and she could play me and I would not bat an eye on her. I never doubted her because I trusted her. Now that the trust is gone and I knew her reality, nothing was stopping from making her pay. I decided to show her that she cannot escape the result of the damage done by her. I started thinking how I was going to make her pay. It didn't take much time to figure it out. She did all this for money, so now I was going to take that away from her. Even though I knew her truth, I still decided that before taking any action, I had to get sure about what she was doing behind my back. I was just thinking about all this when I got a call from her. She told me how she missed my calls because her phone was on silent and she was asleep. I told her it was fine. I didn't tell her anything about the previous night and acted normal. I confronted her earlier because I trusted her. I believed her to tell me the truth. Now I know she was betraying me and I had no intention of telling her anything. She told me she was leaving for work and I wished her a good day. I ended the call after that and got ready. I didn't go to work that day and instead went to her apartment. I knew that she had already left the apartment and was in the cafe. I entered her apartment and went to her bedroom. I wanted some evidence to confirm what I already knew. There was nothing in there except bags of quite designer brands. She had definitely gone shopping with her new money. My eyes then fell on her laptop. It was placed on her dressing table. I opened it. It already had an open browser. I found what I was looking for in her laptop. The browser had a hooker's website open. The account was already logged in. You must have guessed it by now. It had the profile of my girlfriend just with a different name. The pictures were her, the email address, the PayPal details, everything belonged to her. I saw her chat threads with various men. She was charging $150 for one meeting. And all these men were paying that. I felt like throwing up. The woman who I thought was the love of my life was actually leading a double life and I had no freaking idea. I tried to find out how long it has been going on. The website finally showed that her profile was only made around a month ago. I opened the calendar on my phone and checked that date. I was not very surprised when I saw that her account was created on a Friday. It was the same Friday we watched that damn YouTube video. Everything started making sense. I remember that day. My intuition was right. My girlfriend can and has betrayed her morals for money. I was now sure that I wanted to execute my plan and take revenge from her. She betrayed my love and trust for money. 
If only she had asked, I would have given her everything I owned. I then went to another cafe to grab some coffee. I called up my best friend, who used to be a hacker. I told him to meet me at that cafe. By the time I settled down after ordering my coffee, my friend had arrived too. I told him that I had already ordered coffee for us and asked him to sit with me. We settled down and I told him everything from the starting till the end about my relationship and what I found the previous day and that morning at my girlfriend's apartment. He was shocked when I got to the part of the previous night and that morning. What a bitch, was his first response. I had called her that quite a few times in my head already, so I didn't stop him. Before any of you give me a lecture about disrespecting a woman, please know she was living a double life. I had no respect left for her. He then asked me what I was going to do about it. I told him that I don't want to let her go so easily. He nodded to that. I knew he would understand, and that was the reason I had only called him and no one of my other friends. I told him my plan. He was surprised and shocked when he listened to it, but I didn't need to convince him to agree to any shit. He was already in it. I told him that I wanted to strip her off everything. I wanted all her money gone and I wanted her on the streets since she enjoyed being there a lot. He asked me how I was going to do it. I told him that he had to take out all the money from his PayPal account by using his hacking skills. I told him that I was going to make her homeless. He told me that I was taking a big step and asked me if I was ready for it. I told him I was ready for it and to get it done as soon as possible. He asked me for her email ID and I gave it to him. He left the cafe and I went to execute another part of my plan. I went to her cafe and found her behind the corner. She gave me a smile when she saw me. Her face was glowing. It wasn't the glow from love. It was the glow from her bank balance. I smiled thinking how I was going to take that away from her. I hugged her as she came to me. I told her that I missed her. She said she missed me too. I asked her if she had some time to sit with me. She nodded and we settled on the corner of the cafe. We talked for a bit. She finally told me that her lease of her apartment was ending soon. I took that as my opportunity and told her she could move in with me. She seemed shocked and surprised that I had suggested that. She asked me if I was ready for that sort of commitment. I told her why not. She made a face like she was calculating something in her head. Probably how much money she would save on rent if we moved in together. She agreed and told me that she was really happy to start this chapter of life with me. I told her I was happy as well. She called her landlord and told him that she won't be renewing her lease as she was moving in with me. I gave her a fake smile and then left for the office. She called me around the evening telling me that she needed my help to pack her stuff and to shift everything to our home. I told her I'll be there to help her through everything. I had almost called her out then and there on the call, but I wanted to see her reaction when I told her that her game was over. I kept my calm and went to her place to help her pack everything. She asked me if I was excited. She was grinning from ear to ear. She told me that she can't wait to live with me. I lied through my teeth and told her that living together was going to be amazing. We were done in a few hours and then went to our place. Everything fitted in my truck, so we didn't need to call anyone for help. We just made our way home while she gave me her sweet smile throughout the drive. One night had changed things so much. Earlier, I used to love her smiles, but after I knew everything, I felt like throwing up when she smiled at me like that. We placed all the boxes in the living room. Just as I was done with that, my friend's message came. He told me that he would need some more time to transfer the money. Fuck. 
I didn't want to play this pretend game any longer, but I had to. I kept listening to her as she told me her plans on how she was going to make changes to the interior of my place. I almost laughed because she had no idea that I wasn't going to let her spend a single night here. The thought of her devastation brings a sick satisfaction to my gut, like a twisted knot of pleasure. She has no idea what she's in for. Finally, I got the message from my friend that it was all done. He told me to text him again when I was ready and everything will be gone in a second. I left a sigh of relief. I continued the act for a bit longer. I told her that I was too tired from packing and moving all the stuff in, and that we should take a break and watch YouTube for some time. She agreed. She was scrolling through social media on my tab when I clicked on the video in which I saw her the other night. She didn't pay attention to it in the beginning, but when the mic guy started introducing the hookers, her eyes went up. She still didn't realize what was happening and tried to change the channel so I didn't see her. I kept the remote out of her reach and told her that the best part was coming. She got shocked just as her part came on the television. She started crying then. I laughed and told her it was too late to shed those. It didn't affect me at all. She started crying even more then and told me that she can explain. Save it, I snapped at her. I've seen the messages on your laptop, the filthy things you've been doing for money. She still begged to let her explain. Although I knew that nothing she could say could justify what she had done, I still told her to speak. Maybe because I knew I wanted the actual reason behind it as well. She started speaking. I already knew what she was telling me, but I let her speak. She started speaking between her sobs and told me how it started after she had seen that video on YouTube that day. She told me that she saw that they were giving the prize of $6,000 and she wanted the money. She had to become a hooker first to go to win that prize. That's why she had created that account and started all this. She kept crying and told me that she had decided to end things after she had won that prize. She told me that she never meant to hurt me like this. It just had gone out of control when she realized that she could make so much money with this. It started out as a stupid way to make money. I thought it was harmless, but then the greed took over and I couldn't stop were her exact words. I scoffed at her. I told her it didn't matter if she meant to hurt me or Jot. The damage she had done couldn't be erased. I was done with her. I told her that since she won the prize, I had a congratulatory gift for her. She looked at me with confusion on her face. I texted my friend and her phone started getting notifications after a second. She looked like she was going to faint as she saw the money being debited from her account. It didn't stop until it reached zero dollars. The remorse and shock on her face satisfied me a lot. She asked me if I had hacked her account. I just shrugged and chose not to answer. She then got angry and told me that I cannot do it and she'll file a complaint to the police. This made me laugh really bad. I asked her if she was going to tell the police how she had so much money in her account when she was a barista. I also reminded her that all the sites she used were illegal in our country and also the prize money for which she betrayed me. When she finally realized that she couldn't do anything about it, she started crying again, begging me for forgiveness, telling me that we can figure out anything as long as we are together. She told me she just needed one chance to show me how guilty she was. I told her that I couldn't care less about her or her sorry. I told her to get out of my property as soon as possible. I took her boxes and kept them outside as she kept trying to stop me and persuade forgive her a chance. She told me that she has nowhere to go and no money either. 
I told her that she should have thought about it before betraying me like that. I also told her that the sites she was using to get customers were banned as someone informed the authorities about them. We both knew who informed the authority about them. She kept crying and wasn't leaving when I finally told her to get out and that she wasn't welcome here. She left the apartment crying. Usually I would have felt bad if I made someone cry like that. But that day all I could feel was absolute satisfaction. She deserved this. Even though I got played, I made sure that she couldn't trap someone else like me. I settled on the couch with my beer and called my friend to thank him for everything. I told him to anonymously donate the money to some charity. I didn't want my hands on that filthy money. It was good that it could help out someone in need. It has been more than two months since that day. I have stopped going to the cafe she used to work in. I don't even cross paths with her. I'm happy in my life without someone deceiving me every day. Sometimes my mind randomly starts to think about her and what I did with her. It's weird, but every time I think about her, I get a weird sense of satisfaction and revenge. I had taken my revenge and put an end to her deceit, but I still feel maybe I went too far. I discussed this with my friend and told her the same thing. I asked him if I did the right thing. I told him that we know that she lied to me and she betrayed me, but what I did was that the right thing. He told me something that makes a lot of sense. He told me that sometimes we gotta fight fire with fire. He was right about that. That bitch deserved it. Words of my friend, not mine. Even though I had taken my revenge and made her suffer for her actions, her actions had made it hard for me to trust someone again like that. In our short span of relationship, I had grown very attached to her, and then she went and broke my trust like that. This made me realize that anyone can break your trust at any point. I'm trying to finally trust people again because it isn't fair that I stop trusting people who have done no wrong to me. I'm moving past that tragic relationship and all the pain it has caused me. I hope that my noon gets played like my ex played me. Anyways, if you came this far, thank you for listening to my story. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.